Welcome to Inspire K-12, a weekly podcast that aims to give teachers tips, tricks, and inspiration for their classrooms in 12 minutes or less. I'm your host, Ann Coates. In these episodes, I'll bring you professional triumphs and tribulations, innovative technologies, and good old-fashioned teacher chat. So come with me and let's get inspired. Hey there, listeners. Happy summer once again. I hope you've had a chance to rest, relax, and rejuvenate. For me, it's all about getting to the ocean, putting my toes in the sand and the water, and getting into a really great non-teacher book. But now I'm back at it, and I had a chance to get going and um, start revisiting some projects that I hadn't been able to during the course of the school year. And one of those are my book reviews. And so this is part two in a book review series of these education books that seem to be sweeping education nation these last couple of months. So today's book is Edge Protocol Field Guide by Marlena Heburn and John Carippo. And these authors have done such a wonderful thing for teachers. They have given teachers a roadmap, a series of protocol lessons that you can implement over the course of your school year so that students can focus on the learning and not on the process or the technology that you're asking them to do. First off, the book is organized in a fantastic fashion. It's one of those things that you can read cover to cover or you can just read chapter to chapter, taking what you need from it. So they start with a section on what they refer to as smart start. And essentially, these are a series of lessons, non-content related, that get students building a culture in the classroom for what you want. It sets your expectations for your students. So to spend a week or two working on these smart start protocols is a great idea if you are looking to build a culture in your room that draws on collaboration, trust, uh, working together, high-spirited ethos. So really great. I would look at the smart start and really see what you can pull from that. Then the book moves into the meat of what they're trying to get across to teachers, and that is these protocols. They have given us 16 protocols that you can use over and over again to get students into the content using creativity, collaboration, communicating, and upping the ante on their critical thinking skills. So I want to focus the book review on a couple of the protocols that really stood out to me and sort of discuss my take on how I will use them come the new school year in another couple months. So the first one that I really that really spoke to me was the Freyer model. And this is part of the Smart Start protocol and then is also used as one of the protocols during the school year. And mainly what you can use this for is looking at new vocabulary. So it's sort of a new take on the five-sided flashcard. So it's a graphic organizer where you create the graphic organizer as the teacher. You can do a paper version. You can do a digital version. You can have a combination of the two. You can give choice for what students would like, what they're most comfortable with. Big square in the middle of the paper divided into four smaller squares in the middle is the 
vocabulary word or the concept you want students to learn. In block one, definition. Block two is an I- the idea of um, explain- explaining. Then giving examples would be a third block. And the fourth block would be what the concept isn't. So you've got to compare, contrast, you've got an official definition, and you've got some main ideas of the concept. What I really like about this is that it can be used as a smart start protocol and when you're getting into new vocabulary. It gives students that deeper meaning, that deeper learning about a new concept or vocabulary word you're trying to get across. Because really, any student can memorize what they want, but it takes a deeper understanding to really understand how to use a new concept. And that's what the Friar model can do for students. The other pr- protocol that I really spoke to me was the Iron Chef protocol. So those of you who enjoy the Iron Chef television show, allow um, can will really relate to this. So essentially you are shifting the work from teacher to student to free up your time to give in the moment feedback for and support for student learning and for the students in general as they collaborate with others. So what you do is this is the, uh, the, the key piece of this is the time. They have a limited amount of time to get the learning across, to get the process going. And so here's how to do it. First, you want to um, break students into groups of four and you have a team captain. And then um, you will have each team given a slide deck. And every on every slide is a different concept or question that you want to the students to learn. So the example that's given in the book is um, the Lewis and Clark expedition. And so you as the teacher give the students the instruction to um, find out different information about whatever the topic is. So in this in this case, it was Lewis and Clark. So, you know, why was the expedition important? How did Lewis and Clark travel? So on and so forth. And then perhaps there's geography is the next slide. And then um, different people and discoveries along the way that they've made might be the last two slides. So they have limited amount of time to find their information. And then once the bell or timer rings, students stop working. And then each team has one or two minutes to present each slide to their group and then to the group at large. So you can sort of mix this up a little bit. So you're really using great presentation and communication skills and then research skills because, of course, you know, in history, especially for me, I want them to hone those skills and think critically about what they're finding in their research. So I found this, I can't wait to use this protocol. I've used versions of it, but I love the idea of the timer because that gives them, especially for teenagers who could get caught up in social pieces, that gives them a finite amount of time that they can use to get the activity completed. So that's Iron Chef. The last one that really spoke to me, and they all really spoke to me, and I'm going to plan on integrating all the different protocols, but this one was really kind of, I like the idea of the movement and the fun. It's called learning in the round protocol. 
And so this is a take on using the whiteboard, blackboard in the old days, going up and, you know, doing the work on the board for all to see. But in this case, you have students working in pairs and it's, it, it's recommended to find a visual activity. So whether that's, you know, a problem in math class or um, a graphic organizer in social studies or ELA, students are doing a visual answer to a very deep enriching question. So you want to make sure that you have plenty of space for your teams, for your partners. So think of that whiteboard space and things like that. Um, you can use the mini whiteboards too, if you have access to those. So the, really the biggest piece for me is you need to choose a rich, open, and preferably visual task for the activity. And that's taken right from the book on page 174. And have students work together to solve whatever the problem or the task is, and you give them a finite amount of time. You then, as, you, as, the, as the teacher, you walk around, you give feedback. But again, it's that finite amount of time because you want to maximize your class time and the learning. After students have completed, you're going to allow them to walk to two problems or two answers over to get what other students have said. And then the culminating activity in the class is for students to do a completed gallery walk and you as the teacher picking a couple of problems to project to the class as a whole. So you've got several pieces of collaboration working on there. The original pairs, then you've got a whole group discussion. You've got discussions as students walk around and do the gallery. So that's a really, really great protocol. And I love the name learning in the round. Um, and there's different, definitely different takes you can have on these. You know, for example, for me, I might uh, do something on the Bill of Rights that would allow students to interact with different examples and um, different scenarios. Maybe I'll have them do a graphic organizer where they compare and contrast, um, you know, the different revolutions that happened during the time of revolution in the world. So there's lots of different takes you can use, but it is applicable to all content. And then in one of the last chapters, Heburn and Carippo put it all together for us using the metaphor as a, of a train and how the train is essentially the protocol and the cargo that the train holds is our content. The protocols don't change, but the content does, just as the train itself doesn't change, but the cargo it carries does. So I would highly recommend Edge Protocol Field Guide. I am a 21-year veteran, as I've said, of this profession, and I'm still excited about lesson design and presenting information to students um, and to staff through training. You could, If you're a trainer, you could certainly take these protocols and use them as part of your training. And students will respond to this because there's so many different layers of each protocol. And once they get it, it will be na second nature to them. So I highly recommend that you Go on to Amazon. It is available there. Edge of Protocol Field Guide, Student-Centered Lesson Frames for Infinite Learning Possibilities. Marlena Heburn and John Carippo are the authors. Thanks. 
Thank you for listening to Inspire K-12. I hope you got some inspiration to carry you through your day. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, get inspired.